Welcome to the Unstunted Growth Podcast, the hub where potential transforms into reality. I'm your host, Dr. Jamil Ramsey, the black guy who codes, and this is the platform where we navigate the path of professional and personal development. So grab your headphones, get comfortable, and prepare to challenge old beliefs and foster innovative thoughts. Let's dive into another episode of the Unstunted Growth Podcast, where your potential knows no bounds. Thank you for joining me to, for this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about you're not behind. It's just your beginning. This topic is really important to me because with the rise of social media, we get to peek into the lives of many successful people. This can be empowering in many ways, but it also can be very, very discouraging. We think that everyone is ahead of me. Everyone knows what to do. Everyone knows their purpose. Everyone got their hustle. But me, I'm just stuck in a rut. I can't get beyond this step. I can't make more. I can't be more. It's just me something really, really wrong with me. And we just feel really, really left behind. But I'm here to tell you that this is not the case. You are not left behind. You are at your beginning. Everyone who's ever been successful has a beginning. And right now we just need to figure out and define what is the beginning for me. So if you're excited about this topic, then let's get into it. So what does it mean to be at your beginning? It seems a little odd. You know, we we were born, we went to high school, many of us did college, started our careers, maybe have a family, and we're just not where we want to be. So we have to ask ourselves, you know, what happened? Where did I go wrong? And when I say you're just at your beginning, every moment that you make a decision is a brand new beginning. And unlike a lot of things, our success is individual. My success isn't connected with the next person's success. We all have individual stories. We have individual journeys. So when I say it's you're not behind, it's because your race starts where you started, not where another person has ended up. So the question is, why do we believe that we are behind? You know, with social media, it's easy to think that. Many people, you know, put on a, a good face of success. A lot of people flaunt material things. And when we're looking at what's success, what's failure, what's having advanced, we have to develop a good definition for that. If we're just talking about material things, that's real easy to fake. It's real easy to put on a front. It's, it's very easy to put on the appearance of success, the appearance of advancement. But if you're really concerned about Am I left behind or just my beginning? What is your ending? Where is it that you want to go? Have you ever made a conscious decision about what my progression is, where I want to get to, and what are the steps for me to make it there? If you haven't really done that, you are literally at your beginning. Because the beginning of the of the journey of, of success and advancement is first making the decision of where's the destination? What is success for me? How do I define that? What is my, what are my values? So that's always the first step in questioning why I'm not where I want to be. The first question is, have you even decided where you want to be? The human mind is a funny, funny thing. You know, my training is in computer science. That's my, my PhD was in technology. The, um, my research area is distributed computing, blockchain, database systems, cryptography. So in that field, specifically this field of, the field of cryptography, there's this principle called the avalanche effect. And what the avalanche effect is, it's a um, cryptographic principle that a an algorithm will have the behavior of 
taking in a small input change and, and creating a big output from that input. As an example, let's say if I have a blockchain transaction and that transaction generates a signature that makes it secure. If I went back and changed one small digit or one small byte within that transaction, let's say for fraud or some, some, some reason like that, the secure hash for that transaction will change by a lot. So the avalanche effect is basically, if I make a small change, I get a big effect. And that's one of the principles in cryptography that makes it, makes it secure because you can't sneak and make a change without it being readily available. And I talk about the avalanche effect because it relates to the way many, many people think about what success is and how easy it is to be successful. Many people want to put in a small amount of effort and get a big amount of success. That's the avalanche principle in real life. But unfortunately, the avalanche effect doesn't work like that in real life. We are not cryptographic algorithms. We're real people and success doesn't work that way. Success is a more gradual thing. It's a compounding effect and it takes time. But when we think about success in the terms of having an avalanche-like effect, we get stuck in trying to create avalanche events and we get discouraged when they don't happen. And I've seen people stuck in a cycle of trying to create an avalanche effect in their life over tens of years. And it just, it just will never happen for them. The people who I see end up being successful, they have a goal and they, and they break that goal down into foundational steps. And over time of consistency, of putting into work, making sure they go through their process day after day, you end up becoming successful. And generally, because it is a compounding effect, if you think about it in the same way of compound interest, the effort you put in creates additional effort in that effect compound. So we, we, ha we can't think about success from an avalanche principle perspective, but we have to think about success from a compound interest compounding effect. If you've ever looked at in media or even in business where a person just comes out of nowhere and, and they're just, oh, we're successful. And you're like, man, I want, I want to be just like that person. You know, I didn't know who they were and I, and I see them today and like, they're running the world. My, well, my wife and I like to call that the 10 year overnight success. Because every time we run into a story where someone becomes prominent in a national spotlight and becomes a, you know, a part of our lives in that way, if we really examine their story, we'll generally see a 10 to 20 year period of their development where we had no idea who they were. You know, that was their compounding time. They didn't have an avalanche effect where they put in a small amount of effort and then suddenly they became famous. There was a lot of blood, sweat and tears in the background that we just weren't aware of because that period of everyone's life, you're anonymous, you're, you're in the trenches, you're responsible for motivating yourself. No one knows who you are. No one cares who you are. People don't care about you till after the fact. You have to grind. You have to contribute something. You have to become exceptional in a way. And that doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen simply. It's something that is the result of the process. The journey being very important in this respect. And for most people, we know what that thing is. If you look at your life and you look at the things that you run from, even though you have an interest and desire in it, but it just seems like it's just too hard. If you have this thing that you love, but you're always trying to find 
an easier way to do it. You're in the right space. You have the right thing. You just have to have a shift in perspective. You have to eliminate all the desire for avalanche effects in your life. And you just have to be ready to take on the challenge of gradual compounded work. And that's the success principle. Do the things you know you're supposed to do and you'll get the effects that you want. If we spend too much time trying to look for an easier way out, it never happens for us. An easier way out is not a part of this process. Okay, so what are some things that we can really look out for to safeguard ourselves from going down the route of chasing avalanche effects. I think the most important thing and the most key aspect is developing realistic expectations because that's the root. When we have unrealistic expectations of success in this process, it's almost impossible for us to move off of that. If you have it in your mind that you're just one viral video away from social media and internet fame, you won't spend the time it takes to really develop a well-rounded well skill set, a, a real ability to contribute something valuable. You will strictly just keep your mind focused on trying to find a viral moment. And in that way, you never grow. When you when you set up a realistic expectation based off of your interest, your experience level at that point, and just the general interest in from the public for the things that you're talking about, it's not hard to really be able to examine whether the things I talk about, you know, how, if people are really attracted to it, have I had any growth, even a little bit of growth? Have I had a single person ask me about, you know, my content and why I'm not on? Where can I find it? Any little sign that my message is reaching someone and that it's compelling. Haven't spent enough time talking to enough people to refine your message, to really understand what it is I'm trying to bring to this world and is this message clear? Can people understand it? Can people really grasp what I'm trying to say? And that takes time. Everyone who became big spent a lot of time small, spent a lot of time learning. And if we can't really have that expectation that there is no free ride, there is no easy road, and I just have to learn and get better, and over time, more people will embrace my message. I'll have ways to measure that increase in um, awareness and increase in interest, and I'll be able to continue to grow like that. But when we get frustrated by the process and we wish that it was easier, that can turn into an expectation that it should be easier. And that's the death spiral for anyone aspiring to do anything of significance in this life. The other um, key point is there is no progress without pain. We try to convince ourselves in every way that we can progress, we can get better, we can get stronger, we can get faster, and we can do it without inconveniencing ourselves or causing us any distress or pain. And that, and that's just a specific unrealistic expectation we have, but it's a key, key one. This process breaks most people. If we really ran the numbers on the percentage of people that are successful by the way that we even define it for ourselves personally, that can actually get to that level of success, break out of the habits that will allow you to get there. It's, it's, it's very, very small. And the reason that it's small because most people are not fit for the process. They don't have the fortitude to last in this race long enough to get to the end. They get stuck in that death spiral. They, they get into the journey and they see the finish line far away and all they're trying to do is find a shortcut, a way to shorten that distance, a way to get them from here to there without effort or with as little effort as possible. So rather being focused on becoming excellent and my chosen vocation, my focus goes to getting and being successful with as little effort as possible. And those are two wholly different perspectives on life and they get you two 
very divergent effects. The person who takes their focus off of being excellent and puts it on being successful as fast as possible is a person who takes a lot of shortcuts, who will do anything to make progress at the expense of personal integrity. Those are the people who end up in situations and saying that I never thought I would be here and I never thought I'd be doing this. And that's the road that generally leads to fraud and scam, especially if you are in the professional development realm of things. Embracing realistic embracing realistic expectations and, ex and accepting that this progress is going to hurt. It's going to require me to be better than who I am. And, and that goes into my last point on this subject, why we get stuck here. Fundamentally, we like who we are. Most people who can't get to the next level have already found the comfort zone and a consistency in living the way they are. If you ask most people in, in an honest moment, they will say their life is perfect, except I just wish I had a little bit more money or I wish I had a fulfilling relationship or I wish, you know, my career was a little bit better. It's always my life would be perfect, except I'm missing this one thing. And if I just had this one thing with myself as the way I am, my life would be perfect. And that is the dichotomy that we deal with. We want outcomes that are not capable being the person or the people that we are. Our life is specifically built to give us the out outcomes that we experience. And if we want something different, we have to do something different. We have to be different people. We have to approach success, advancement, personal growth in completely different ways than we have if our desire is to have something different. But most people, like I said, they like who they are. They just want to be who they are with a little bit extra. And that is the biggest hurdle most people have to go beyond in order to have a different life. You can't have a different life being the same. It's your life. You live it. You get to decide whether what you have is good enough for you. And there's no shame. There's no one who's going to be with you in the trenches. There's no one that's going to be paying the bills for you. So you're well within your right to, to make a decision that. The life I have right now is good enough. I just may need to get a little bit of help as far as looking at the specifics of my life and seeing if I can structure them in the best way, considering this is what, what it's going to be for the rest of my life. You know, you may make the same amount of money going forward for the next 10, 15 years. So what does that mean for me budget wise? What does it mean for where I live? You know, figuring out the details. But overall, if you enjoy your life, if it's not worth rocking the boat, Hey, do you don't ever, ever let a person shame you because when you're really in a need, those people aren't there for you anyway. So, so that's the first thing. Am I satisfied with the life I have? And, and if you are, go ahead and make that life the best life you have. But if you had this conversation with yourself and you say, well, I am not satisfied. I, I, I do want something different. Then that gets you in the zone of the me I am is not good enough either because you can't say your life isn't good, but you are good. Those two things are intrinsically linked. So with that truth you have to really ask yourself am i ready to change and that's a hard it's a hard question and it's and it's very hard when you answer yes because now you have to look at your life earlier i mentioned that your life is designed to give you the results that you have so when you make the decision that you want a different life you want to be a different you you literally have to change almost everything in your life but the easiest thing to do and the easy thing to start with is finding a circle of like-minded people. And I don't mean mastermind groups on the internet either. I'm talking about people who are in the field that you want to be in, who are in interest groups connected to the life that you want to have. So this requires you to do a little bit of research. What do the people 
who you want to be like do? Where do they go? How do they spend their time? You have to become immersed into the lifestyle of the people that you want to be like because you have to get and pick up their habits, their cadence, the way they do things. You need a new tribe. Your current friends, your current, even your, some of your family members, you may love them to death, but you can't spend time with them. You have to find and spend time with people that understand where it is you are going and the things that you're trying to do. And it can help you build habits and expectations that will carry you the rest of the way. The next thing is figuring out what kind of educational components are required for me to become this next person. And then try to find some, some ways to get that done. You know, starting with free resources. If you're in these groups with people who are doing the things that you're trying to do, find out what in the community that you want to be in, where the, what things are available. You know, it, it's, it's a process. It's a lot of research. It's a lot of extra time. You're going to be eliminating and sacrificing a lot of things in your current life, which should be okay because that's not the life you want. You have to remember that. All the things that you give up support the old life you're living. If you want a new life, you have to do new things and you have to let go of old things. And that is the, that's, that's the most challenging aspect because that really makes you prove whether or not you want a new life. You, you look at how hard are you fighting to keep your old life. And, and this, is, this is not something that happens overnight. It's not easy, but it takes focus and intention. You have to just really brace yourself for the fight, understanding that sometimes you're going to slip, but you have to have a plan. You have to write down the steps that are in your plan. And it's really, and it really, really starts with changing the people that you're surrounded with. Once you do that, you can get good advice. You can get instruction. You can get clarity and you can have models of what my life should look like if I want to have the same kind of success like they have. It's all mental. Once we can get ourselves pointed in the right direction and then we can get resources around us that support that decision. Everything else is details. You can figure out the details when you solidify the decision, where you can solidify the support system, where you can really have things in place that can keep you on the rails. But like I said, most people won't make it. Most people don't make it. It's not an easy thing to do. So if you can really accept that it's not an easy thing to do, you increase the chances that you can be a part of the few that make it. Thank you for listening to the Unstunted Growth Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Jamil Ramsey, the Black Guy Who Code, signing off. If you're interested in more information about Unstunted Growth and the Unstunted Growth Movement, you can reach us at www.unstuntedgrowth.com. Thank you.